Hey there, good morning, this is Steve. Welcome to Last Days. I hope you know every time I I do a podcast, I, I, I just want to be in my spirit when I share these things. Um, I t- it's a struggle sometimes. I, I put something out there and I just feel like it's Steve talking and not the Lord. You don't know how many times I redo a, a podcast just to... Just asking the Lord, am I? I just feel like I'm too intense, or I'm, I'm just sharing too much of myself in this. So anyway, I just, I share that with you to know that my effort is to really share with you something I, I, I believe that the Lord is helping me with and can help you with. I recently defined the term truth at our home fellowship. I think this word needs defining because truth is in absolute disarray today. It's my truth versus your truth. You're you're false. You're full of lies. Or the other person will say, no, you're lying. You have misinformation, disinformation. Oh, my goodness. There's just such a, a, a division being caused by everybody's truths. Um, and... I'm afraid that in these last days, that's going to lead to more and more just division, family against family, uh, Christians against Christians even. I've seen this. We need to get into the realm of what is always truth, absolute truth. These things, these issues that you're fighting for your truth, I mean, I'm not telling any of us that we shouldn't stand for something, but I hope that everything is tempered by the truth of God's word, the singular truth. We can talk about a lot of truths in God. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the singular truth in God's word. And you know what that is? That's the person of Jesus Christ. Truth is not a list of words that we write out and document and post it or uh, a phrase a phrase that we put on a placard and say that's what truth is um, that that's not what is is truth according to God the Father the truth according to God the Father is the person of Jesus Christ it's his son if you want to know the truth about God Jesus said he said I am the way the truth and the life. No one can come to the Father but by me. Jesus being the way, the truth, and the life. If you want any, if you want to know the way, you want to know the truth, you want to know the life, you need to come to Jesus. Jesus will reveal the way. Jesus possesses the life of the Father, and Jesus is the truth about the Father. The word truth is more than just false versus true, or a lie versus true. It has that meaning, but the word aletheia that is used in the Greek New Testament, this word involves reality. It implies reality. It implies a knowable reality, and the scriptural description of truth, especially in John's writing, discuss a intimate, knowable reality, which is Christ. Let me, let me show you the verses and kind of let the Bible speak. And here in John chapter 14, where he said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life, um, 
they were asking him, well, show us the Father. And he said this, if you've been with me, then you would know the Father. If you've seen me, you've seen the Father. I mean, the truth about God, the truth about what he wants you to know, the truth about the universe, the truth about why we're here on planet Earth, where did we come from, and where are we headed? It's all found in Christ. If we know Christ, there is solid answers to all of these things. And we're able to intimately know God through this Christ. He is the absolute of truth. He is the reality of God, of all things. Matter of fact, if you look in Scripture, you see the whole Old Testament. Jesus became the reality of all those images in the Old Testament. If there was a lamb being slain for sin in the Old Testament, Jesus is the Lamb of God. He's the reality. If there's God supplying water from a rock or manna from heaven, Jesus is the bread of life. He is the water of life. If there's a tree of life, Jesus is our tree of life. He's our food of life. If there's a priest that's needed in the Old Testament, he is our the only high priest we'll ever need. If there's a house we can go to, a temple of God, the house of the Father, Jesus is the Father's house. He is the temple. He is God's house with his church. If there is the law in the Old Testament to guide us to holiness, Jesus fulfilled the law. He is our law. And this Christ is the law of life. His life is intimate, knowable reality. And he guides us into all truth. And this is what John said in John chapter 1. He said in John chapter 1, he said, we beheld him and he was full of grace and truth or reality. He says the word was made flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory, the glory as the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and reality. Jesus was the reality of all things. The law was given by Moses, but grace and reality, in verse 17, came by Jesus Christ. And then he adds in that chapter this image. He says, now we we looked at him, we, we saw him, and what did we see? We saw him always pressing into the bosom of the Father. That phrase is continuous action. It's like when they looked at him, what did they see? They saw him just always wanting to get closer to the Father. So what truth did Jesus show his disciples? He showed them as the Son of Man, one who was just absolutely 100% dependent on the Father and emotionally, physically, experientially, subjectively, Jesus was pressing into a love relationship with the Father. He illustrated for them what he would put in their life and what he's put in our life, a life of being able to just know him intimately. And then John, throughout his gospel, and then even into 1 John, he gives us some verses. He says in 1 John, that which was from the beginning, which we've heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked upon, and our hands 
have handled. Look at this. He's saying Christ was was tangible to us. We knew him intimately. What does he say? He calls him the word of life. In other words, when you watched him, you saw how to live. You saw reality. You saw the expression of what it looks like for not only God to be on earth, but for a man to live unto God on the earth. This was Christ. And we say, he says, we saw this eternal life before us, which was with the Father pressing into his bosom. That which we've seen and heard declare we unto you that you also may have fellowship with us. In other words, we need to have this same fellowship that we saw the Lord having with the Father and with us. And these things we write unto you that your joy might be full. What's he saying here? That which we've seen, that which we've handled, Jesus. That which we've touched, Jesus. That which we saw, Jesus. He revealed his fellowship with the Father. And this was our fellowship with the Father. And in your spirit, he's telling them, you and I, by the Holy Spirit, can can have this fellowship. We can have this not an objective relationship where we know a historical Jesus or just a Jesus as our example. That's true. He is our example. And we read about it in Scripture. But this example of Jesus can now be our real experience because Jesus is in us as that one who is pressing into the bosom of the Father every day. He lives in me. He doesn't just exemplify it. And now our fellowship can be with him in this, in our spirit. We can know the reality. We can know, Paul talked about this. He told the Ephesians, you used to live like the world, but you didn't learn. And you knew about Jesus maybe, but you didn't learn Christ in that way. You've not so learned Christ since you've become a Christian. How have you learned Christ? He says, you've heard him. And you've been taught in him. Now, now, how did these Christians who never saw Jesus physically learn and hear of Christ? In their spirit. Here's what he says. The reality is in Jesus. The reality is in Jesus. Ephesians 4, 20 and 21. You know Christ inwardly. And because you know him, that's the way you need to walk. This is the way we walk, he told the Ephesians. We walk in this life, in this Christ, who in truth lives within us. The intimate, knowable reality is is available to us in our spirit. In John chapter 4, remember, Jesus told us about this. He told the woman at the well, a Gentile, he said, we're going to worship God in the future. We're not going to worship in this temple or in a mountain, but we're going to worship God in our spirit. Because God is a spirit, we will worship him in our human spirit. And because God is a spirit and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth, reality. And then we see in John chapter 15, verse 26, and several other verses there in John 14 and John 15. If you read those passages, he says, I will come and I will be in you, but I'll send the comforter. And the comforter, the helper, whom I will send you from the Father, what's he going to do? 
He is even the spirit of truth, the spirit of reality. The Holy Spirit is doing what? What's his ministry? He proceedeth from the Father and he will testify of me. He will share those things that I have given unto you, he told the disciples. And what, what is his job? He is a spirit who is ministering the reality of Christ in your life. Christ is in you through the Holy Spirit. His life is in you through the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit is making this Christ intimately knowable as your reality every day. So I just don't spend time with the Lord and learn about this historical Christ or this exemplary Christ. I realize that this Christ who is pressing into the bosom of Jesus every day as while he was on earth wasn't just my example, but he now lives in my spirit, pressing into the bosom of the Father, calling me every morning to know him, to know this life that's dependent on God every day so that I come every day and I fellowship with the Lord subjectively in my spirit. And I know him. Good morning, Lord. I need you, Lord. I need you to be my teacher. I need you to tell me to go to the left this today or to go to the right and be that teacher that Isaiah talks about. That's where I read this morning. I was reading that, how that I need you to be that voice all day long so that others may see not just a good Christian, but they might see the reality of Jesus in my daily life. No wonder Jesus said as well, you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. Amen.